Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. I'm a solution coach and I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes you extraordinary is sometimes the adversity you have lived through and who you've become regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to thrive, not just survive. You will get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs you have that create barriers for you in the areas that you're dealing with and the areas that are important to you. With my 40 years of coaching, wisdom and experience, I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with regardless of how difficult the situation is. I have over 30 years of practical experience of coaching, leading as well as attending transformational workshops. I started and successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking. Alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself. A new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and the lives of people around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you are resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of your age or circumstances, you will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handled lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I just know being in that inquiry gives us a lot of power. Even going through this for me to not, you know, I know I'm going to do two podcasts a week. I'm going to do this on my book. but And this is all new to me that I'm not doing any of that stuff. Or what's new is for me is to just be with, just be with what's so. And I haven't taken a lot of fast actions and I definitely had 
a view around that and I, I want to talk about perceptions because I, I believe that our perception you know alter your perception alter your actions alter your world and one of my in in, in the passion book uh, living your passion with James Malinchuk I, I wrote some stuff in it with him and quite a few of us did and I put down from Bradis Atkinson the most fatal illusion is the settled point of view since life is growth and motion a fixed point of view kills anybody who has one. The other night I was upset with my older daughter. I, she's, uh, my car broke down so she's loaning me her car for a few days every week for a little while till I figure out what I'm going to do and she doesn't use her car through the week. She has a business a vehicle. Anyways, I noticed when we were driving I was afraid to say something to her, her because I find she has a sharp tongue. I had this memory of she had asked me as we were driving, she was in an area that I wasn't familiar and she asked me for directions. I gave her directions and then I got frightened because I had this memory of her getting really mad at me and screaming at me a few years back. So I shared with her my concern that we might not, I might have given her the wrong directions and was scared she'd get mad. And of course she got mad and said some not nice things to me. Regardless, I was sharing with a girlfriend who's a hypnotherapist my view of it. And she said, well, you have to put boundaries in and blah, blah, blah. Because my experience of this daughter is she frequently is short-tempered with me and she can be really loving and then she shifts really quick. That's been my experience for quite a while with her for years now. There's agreement around it like her younger sister feels that my this daughter is unpredictable and, and so I'm on guard quite a bit with her. And then I was talking to my sister that's a therapist around the situation and she got me to explain what my daughter had said and what I said. And my sister from a therapist's point of view, felt that my daughter could have taken it like I was making her wrong. And so she got on the defense and that my daughter might not have the tools to, the mature tools to deal with her feelings when I say certain things. So she lashes at me. She also, as a therapist said, well, you know how you raise them. There was some crazy making in there, you staying in an abusive relationship. In the past, I would have heard that like, I'm not a good mom, blah, 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 blah. You know, there was a moment where I heard that was like, you know, I can't do anything about the past. I actually saw another perception or another possibility why my daughter lashes out. Not like I agree with that. I saw that in that moment, at least last night, that I could be responsible for her lashing out and that I never saw how I could be responsible. I, w I just thought it was her reacting all the time. And so it gave me a new perception on how to look at when my daughter lashes, maybe not at that moment, maybe later at asking her, or maybe in that moment, what did you hear me say? Did you hear me make you wrong? Or is that why you're getting on the defense and lashing out at me like I've ne I've never I guess what I'm trying to share is I never saw my part in it before it was like I thought I was being really cool and holding it in and not saying anything and my way of being and my words could have been interpreted differently than my intention my daughter 
could have heard a make wrong in it and out of that lashed out and lashes out and I I had never seen it to the level that I saw it so it was really powerful for me and an opportunity my daughter's coming actually over for supper tonight and I can ask her about that like this is my experience I've never seen this before was there something that I said to have you lash out like that I'm just curious I'll share a bit like I'm in a seminar called the intimacy seminar and uh, the sex and intimacy seminar and we're looking at the distinction intimacy in the seminar is about being fully known and fully knowing another and what do we do when we're confronted with intimacy to like what happens when we are confronted with intimacy what are the barriers you have to not have intimacy or what structures do you have to not have intimacy like what structures do you have naturally that you put in place to avoid intimacy you know what comes up for you to protect yourself what do you do to protect yourself and you know in the past to protect myself I would lash out or get on the defense or make you wrong I'm right my righteousness and I I don't think I did that there was fear uh there was fear and the fear was real in the moment as we were driving that I was going to be in trouble and she was going to yell at me the threat itself wasn't real because the fear was from my past it wasn't in the moment when the moment that I was fearful of her yelling she wasn't yelling she was just driving I'm sharing this because it's like when in the past I would think it was all her yeah I paid a played a part but I would minimize my part and blow up her part and it was that was authentic that was real for me and now I'm seeing that it's not necessarily the truth or real that I actually played a part in her being on the defense and I've never seen it to this level I never even saw when I when I share about getting unstuck and thrive lots of times we're blind to being stuck like we don't even see that we're stuck and I didn't see I was stuck in this area with my daughter it was I just thought it was her her moodiness and now I'm seeing another perception or perspective that it it might yes she can be moody yes she can change on a dime from one mood to the other maybe I could be more responsible for the words that come out of my mouth when that's happening and look at my part not from that I'm bad or wrong but it's like if I don't have that intention then I need to start being more aware of the part I play so the question to you if this is going on if you have a relationship and people are getting on the defense around you and that's not your intention what are you being right about about them and what are you blind to do you have a limiting barrier you know my limiting barrier is or, or was and still can be is I thought I minimized my actions and words and focus more on hers and uh, and tonight I'm going to practice when she's at supper is to to focus on what I say and minimize her stuff and see what happens like part of 
being intimate is being fully known. Well, I, I want to know her and I want her to know me. I'm inviting you to what could you give up being right about if you're in a relationship with another human being, whether it's your husband, an employee, a daughter, a son, a cousin, an aunt, an uncle. If they're frequently on the defense with you, what are you being right about? And if you gave up that view or that perception, what could become available? And ask yourself this question, what are you committed to? And like, I'm committed to having a loving relationship with this daughter. Over the last couple of years, we're starting to have a more loving relationship. For a long time, we had a very loving relationship, and then for a long time, we haven't. And now we're starting to get back on track, but it's like peeling the layers as like I keep, you know, looking over there at her rather than looking over at myself. I'm inviting you to look at what are you committed to and in with that human being and then write down at least one new action. Well, look at, first look at what habits do you have when the person acts a certain way or bees a certain way and you don't think they should. What are your habitual habits? How do you speak? What is the habit that's limiting you? There might be one or two or ten limiting words you say or thoughts you have that limit you in that relationship. And if you took a new action from asking yourself, what are you committed to here? What could become available? And are you willing to risk taking a new effective action by looking at your own behavior instead of focusing on theirs. Are you willing to create a new effective habit? So what did you see here? What's one new action you're taking away from listening to this podcast? Write it down. Get a piece of paper. Write it down. What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you're stuck in. What conversation are you having that is limiting you? I will give you an amazing tip. If you take that coaching, it will move you forward. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google+, Ditcher, just at fast, hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving, and let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to Thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at 60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.